What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Gonna be honest, I cannot remember what episode number this is off the top of my head. So we'll twenty-seven. Just is it? I think so, because two episodes ago you had the twenty-five spectacular. Then we had the our last week's recap. No, it's twenty-eight because then we had the interview on Thursday. Oh, so okay. Twenty-eight. There we go. Episode twenty-eight. See, we got there. We got there. <laughs> We're so we along. Yeah, so we are here, guys. It's Sunday again. It's been a cra- crazy week in wrestling. A lot of stuff happening. Um, if you if you can tell, it's just me and Mario today, guys. No one, no one else cared to join us. Only the committed here. I, only the committed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Chris blamed it on his in laws. I'm not sure what Brian's excuse was, but is what it is. Coming out this Thursday, guys. Get excited! Our interview with Sean Carl will be up. Uh, had a great chat with him. Uh, great guy. So I'll get excited for that. So I guess we'll just we'll dig right into it because holy wow, we got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So uh, Bri- or, um, oh my gosh, I called you Brian. Do not kill me, Mario. Well, <laughs> He's I, I just got te- I just got a Snapchat from him. That's why I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you know, Brian, Brian's old news. You know, I've been I've been fighting for this third chair for a while, but now Chris is flaking on us. I think I might have to fight for a second chair. <laughs> Might have to make this a triple threat, winner takes all. Winner take all, there you go. Hey, I'll get, I'll get chair two and three, and then they'll have to fight for four. <laughs> that, that could work. The, the, yeah. the double chair champion, that's a t-shirt in the making right there. Oh, yeah, that'll be on our teespring. Give that a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mario, why don't you, you hop right in? We got with, with payback. Yeah, let's, uh, let's hit it up. Um, so, the kickoff show gave us the Riot Squad and the Iconics. And if I'm not mistaken, was this the uh, loser has to break up match or was that? That was raw. That was raw. Okay. So it's just a regular match um, showing two thirds of the Riot Squad back together, uh, picking up the win, mm-hmm. beating the the Aussies, the, the duo from down under. <laughs> that was on the kickoff show. And we also had... I was surprised they put this on the kickoff show. If, if I'm not mistaken, this was on the kickoff show. The U.S. title match, was that? Yeah, that was kickoff. Yeah, especially surprised it was the kickoff because new champ, Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. picking up the win and Apollo Crews attacking afterwards. Not really the most face-like action. No. Reacting in defeat. And uh, I'm not sure what that does to this because I know that um, – the CEO of the Hurt Business is Bobby Lashley, but I'm not sure what the other titles are. But the Hurt Business in general, um, they're clearly a heel faction. So, like, I'm wondering where this leads to. Maybe he's just showing that he's not giving up uh, after losing his title. Um, and we're going to be seeing more of this. But maybe, uh, maybe this can actually be the stepping stone Bobby Lashley needs until the fans get back before he hops into the main event. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, then we go to the actual show. Uh, first match of the night, Big E versus Sheamus. A match that should have been on the uh, kickoff show because there's no titles involved in this. Titles deserve honor. WWE, write this down. Titles deserve <laughs> honor. Write it down now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Big E, uh, in his new singles push, is uh, picking up the win over Sheamus. Mm-hmm. 
Then we got Matt Riddle versus King Corbin, a match I do not care about at all. Um, I'm hoping that they uh, they start to follow suit with what uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling does and start integrating more tournaments into their shows because tournaments bring people back. Mm-hmm. You want to see what happens next. You want to root for your guy. Your guy wins. You want to root for him in the next round, right? And so one day, hopefully soon, they'll do another King of the Ring yeah, and get that crown off Corbin. Or, I mean, if he wins it again, I actually wouldn't be as mad that he's still King Corbin all this time later. You know, that sounds like a really good reason for someone to continue their um, gimmick. Yeah. But uh, as far as right now, I could care less for either one of them. Riddle seems to be in a storyline I could care less about, even though I was so happy to see him on the main roster. But Riddle picks up the win against Corbin. Then um, a surprisingly good match. Actually, actually kind of like this one more than I thought I was going to like it. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax versus Bailey and Sasha Banks for the women's tag titles. This may be one of the first matches I've actually said I've enjoyed with Nia Jax and her reaction to, spoiler alert, them winning the match, her with the title, get, sticking her tongue out. Like, like, clearly they don't know what to do with these two. Yeah. But we're going to have some fun along the way while they figure out what's going next. And, of course, it's going to only add to the emotional fall of Sasha Banks a little bit more losing her singles title what a week ago two weeks ago now losing the women's title this week I feel for you sweetheart (laughs) then we got in his first main roster pay-per-view Keith Lee versus Randy Orton and (laughs) Keith Lee being put over clean as a whistle beating Randy Orton um, I like this because Randy Orton doesn't usually lose so clean. Yeah. Um, to actually have like this happen, it doesn't diminish Orton because Orton's still going to be that guy who doesn't lose, you know, regularly. The yeah. guy who's still like with you with an RK out of nowhere, and you know that'd be it. But by putting over Keith Lee, it makes him look great. I don't know if this is a push too quick or too slow, but. As someone who was a huge fan of Finn Balor's initial push to the to the Universal Title, um, I don't mind it. What do you think? I don't, I don't mind it either. I just do not like that they changed his theme song. I don't like <laughs> how first one was better. <laughs> I don't like how they um, gave him both straps. A month later, he doesn't have either strap and. Uh, you know, now he's on the main roster, which is fine, but, like, I assume there'd be a, a longer reign before his send-off. Yeah. Especially because, like, they book pretty far out, I'm assuming. Like, the idea of getting Keith Lee on the main roster has probably been there for a while. Why even put the belts on him? Mm-hmm. Or why not do, like, what Kevin Owens did and bring him up with the title? Mm-hmm. Maybe even a payback. This could have been Keith Lee versus Randy Orton on WWE Payback for the NXT world title with Keith Lee retaining that oh man oh man I just booked it so much better on the fly (laughs) off the top of my head oh man well Lee won who knows what's going to happen next maybe 
they're on Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll see Keith Lee run into the Hurt Business. Awesome. I don't, I don't see Drew losing the world title to anyone yet, unless they drop it to Orton and then Keith Lee beats Orton again because he's beat him. Um, but who knows? Then we got the tag team match that um, in real life, I think, tore Rey Mysterio's like, bicep or tricep or something or made him pull yeah, a muscle something. so he's out for like a few months. Um, tag match, the, the Mysterios versus Seth Rollins and his one follower, Murphy. Because <laughs> everyone else is dead. <laughs> and uh, we got the Mysterios picking up the win mm-hmm. and some some uh, infighting between Rollins and Murphy on the way up the ramp. Maybe we'll see a return of a first name, huh? <laughs> Start being a buddy again. <clears throat> Start being a buddy again. <laughs> and then, uh, is this the main event? Yes. The main event. No, um, no WWE World Heavyweight title because in kayfabe, Drew McIntyre is a cracked skull or something from, uh, from a punt. So what we ended up with is a triple threats, no hold bars match for... The Universal Championship between Braun Strowman, the returning Roman Reigns, and the champion, The Fiend. Um, this match was not good. was not. I, uh, I was actually watching this with Chris because he is up in the area seeing his family, but he came over for Sunday. And uh, we were, like, were both like sitting there like dumbfounded, like... Wh- because <laughs> like the bell rang and started when the fiend came out second and braun was out there and braun started attacking him and the ref just like on instinct starts the match and so they're just tearing down the house just the two of them the whole time you're thinking where's roman where's roman he didn't sign the contract on friday you know he didn't uh sign it on in the little like spots leading up to this yet so where's roman did he ever sign that contract to come be part of the match and so they're like doing a very brutal match. They're they're fighting each other pretty hard. They're tearing apart parts of the ring. Yeah. Um and here comes Roman Reigns. Like as if he's Mr. Money in the Bank himself, <laughs> contract in hand, signs it, throws the pen. After Paul Heyman, of course, reached out to get the pen again. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but I was like, I'm just imagining Paul going, "That's my pen." <laughs> After Roman like chucks it out into the into the where the crowd would normally be, but uh, no, freaking Roman Reigns shows up at the end of the match, and then it wasn't like they straight up handed it to him. He did have to do a couple moves on Bray and on Strowman and. Uh, after a one-week reign, the fiend is now toyless, and the big dog Roman Reigns is your new WWE Universal Champion. No, <laughs> the show was mild. <laughs> it was mild. It was mild. It was. It wasn't. You know. Mild made me my lowest rating, but doesn't mean it's bad necessarily. Sometimes you need a little mild on your taco, but it wasn't it wasn't popping. No. It was it was it was wrestling. I watched some wrestling this week. That's what yeah. I can say. Unequivocally, I watched some wrestling this week. 
Oh man. Well, yeah, that was a, it. Was an interesting show. I do not like the Fiend losing after uh, what two seven seconds. days. Seven days he had that title. Yeah, and we're and we're gone just like that. So. All they right. said um, one of the one of the ideas is that in this feud with Braun, um, the Fiend has kind of become the babyface. Yeah, that's what even it seems though, like. Even though he's this like demon monster from the recesses of Bray Wyatt's mind, he's yeah. still considered the the face somehow. And so, even though you see uh, heels versus heels, they just wanted to make sure that it's established Roman is back and Roman's a heel. He's going to be a jerk and he's going to pin the face. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think Braun should have eaten the pin that way. You kind yeah. of still like save the mystique of, of uh Bray, but it was good to establish him as this like hardcore guy, but I guess they're kind of pulling it back now that the character has been established for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see how they take it. I mean, last night had a lot of stuff, that played in but we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Um, so, following night, we had Monday Night Raw, August 31st. Uh, it opened with the number one contender qualifier between Keith Lee and Dolph Ziggler, and then Lee would pick up the win in that to earn a spot in the number one contender triple threat match, which I believe was later that night. And then... Um, Asuka comes out wanting a new challenger and um, she was brought Mickey James, I believe was first, then Lana and Natalia came Monday out. Monday Night Milf. <laughs> and Lana and Natalia came out. Kind of had a little scuffle which led to Mickey James versus Lana. Mickey getting a win in that. Not a surprise there. I'm not sure if Lana's ever won a match in her life, but that's besides the point. It wasn't um, going to happen today, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, then we had number one tender qualifier between Randy Orton and Kevin Owens. Uh, that was a pretty good match. I saw most of that match. Um, Orton defeating Kevin Owens in that one. I got that Bleach Report gave that an A minus. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, then we had Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, and MVP versus Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders. Alexander and the Viking Raiders get the win. Beating the um, so that maybe I don't know. We're putting Alexander into the um, to the prey for the uh, United States title. Who knows? Uh, then we had the number one contender loser disbands match between the Iconics and the Riot Squad. Two thirds of them. Um, this match, I I kind of saw the writing on the walls. I didn't want it to happen. I didn't want it to happen, but bad move. Ugh, Riot Squad defeats the Iconics. Mm-mm, this is not good. This is bad for business. Bad for business. When you add a new women's tag team, that's not a reason to get rid of an old one. You have a division, you have a tag team division, and it's hurting for legitimate. Uh, female tag teams. Heck, the Kabuki Warriors just disbanded because Kari Sane went back to Japan. Like, you needed a replacement, and now you you didn't gain an- another one. You lost another one. Mm-hmm. Like, we're net... We're still just net down a team. We could have replaced it, but now 
you're swapping the Riot Squad for the Iconics, and the Iconics are fantastic together. Yep. But I guess, uh, what is it, Peyton Royce is getting too yeah. pretty for Billy Kay, I guess. I don't know what Vince I, is thinking, I, I, but. Well, I know. I Vince, both great, but freaking, I don't see the point. Yeah, I know Vince has been high on Peyton Royce and wanting to put her in a singles push for a while, but I don't. I don't see why you have to disband them in order for her to get a singles push. Like, I don't think you have to do that. But did they what? did they put the phrase like forever in there? Um, no. Because I hope that's not the case. No. I would have I would have saved them for like a draft or a brand split or something. Send one to SmackDown. Yeah. And then like ten years down the line, a year down the line, whenever you booked yourself in a corner and you just don't have anything to do with either of them, have them rejoin again. Yeah. Yep. But no, this is Vince McMahon. Why would he do the logical thing? I don't know. It's just, I lose hope every week. Um, and then we had, oh, um, so we had Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio in number one contender qualifier. Or I'm sorry, not Rey. Duh, I need to learn how to read. Dominic, his son. Uh, and then I believe, yeah, Seth Rollins defeating Dominic to earn a spot in the number one contender triple threat match uh, later tonight. And then we had, oh boy. We had a tornado tag, but what a bunch of losers. Anyways, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, the Street Profits goes to a no contest. This match goes to a no contest. I wonder why. Um, it's the, We're going to keep getting attacks and attacks. Is it going to lead to anything? Like, I'm, I'm waiting here. What are we doing? Is it yeah. CM Punk? Is it? I, I don't. I don't know why I said that. I wish it. I hope it is, but it's not. It's gonna be something super lame. I bet. Oh, oh! It wouldn't surprise me if it was. Like they're getting our hopes up for it to be good, and then it's like. I want to be surprised. I want to have something cool happen, but what's the chances? You know, the, we're so the used to. Is Hornswoggle? Yeah, on stilts. <laughs> that's what. He, that's the real tall looking one. It's actually Hornswoggle on stilts. Yep, what it is. What it is. You heard it here first. It, the leader of Retribution is Hornswoggle. Former um, Raw general manager. That's right. <laughs> uh, then we had Raw Underground. Uh, we had, what do we have here? Oh, man, I, I can't pronounce this. Uh, Marine Shafir, Jasmine Duke dominates, uh, and then we had Benjamin versus Paul. Uh, yeah, does it say Cruz? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. I'm not quite sure what's because I'm going to be honest. I don't really watch the underground stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. And I'm curious if they're going to integrate like an underground title or yeah. or if they're just going to hold out. And once live, uh, live fans come back, they're just going to scrap the whole video yeah. package of underground. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, then we had enough- like a vehicle to help like lift up. <laughs> names that aren't normally done like try to raise their bar but be like oh Dolph Ziggler actually does know how to fight her like oh yeah. her business does mean business mm-hmm. the thing I kind of like about it is is they're having Ronda Rousey's crew down there besides mm-hmm. Baszler doing some stuff like dominating so I like that yeah. that kind of makes me think perhaps since they're getting tv time come next Wrestlemania we finally get our four horsewomen versus supposed four horsewomen Possibly. Um, I'll have to wait and see, though. I'd like I would, to see I, it. I would love to see it. Oh, it'd be great. 
Uh, then our main event, we had the triple threat number one contender, Randy Orton versus Keith Lee versus Seth Rollins. Um, didn't expect Rollins to win this one. I knew it was probably going to come down to Orton or Lee, and Orton wins, defeating Rollins and Lee by pinfall to become the number one contender once again to the WWE title. Um, so Orton, we're going to get Orton and McIntyre again. Not, not that I'm complaining. It's going to be another good match. But yeah, I'm pretty excited to see how they book it. Yeah, I'm. The, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting because a lot yeah, of people thought it was going to be taken off him at SummerSlam, but nope. It could have been a nice, um, could have been a nice, you know, face versus face. You know, have Drew go over still with a, like protecting that like, Claymore, and it kind of helps you not book yourself into um, uh, new guys always having to win, which I guess they already solved that, but to to have him be put over clean as a whistle um, on Sunday, Keith Lee, it would have been nice to have him uh, in that world title shot to show that he can get there and that he has a main event player put on a great match with McIntyre and lose. But like handshake afterwards could have been a nice like ending to a pay-per-view. Yeah. But now we got Seth Rollins in there again, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. He's struggling with, with a super green wrestler, to our knowledge, and Rey Mysterio for months, and now he's in the world title picture. It doesn't their booking's kind of? It's like a dartboard. <laughs> it just has like different scenarios, like a pizza chart, like a pie chart, and it's like, all right, what are we going to do with Seth? And then it just so happened to hit world title shot. Like, all right, book it, let's go. Book it. Oh man! And then so yeah, that was raw. Then that was a. It wasn't a horrible raw, but you know, could be uh, could be much worse. <laughs> so then we have not only, of course, Tuesday. Everybody knows is is the the night because it's Impact Night. But this past week, for a reason I don't know, uh, NXT was on uh, Tuesday night. So uh, Mario, want to dig in at what happened on NXT? It was pretty eventful. Yeah, the the Wednesday night war has temporarily shifted to a Tuesday night war. Yeah, some stiff Not competition. Much of a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so Super Tuesday, uh, you saw it everywhere. We will have a new NXT champion. Was the tagline for Super Tuesday? So let's see how it turned out. Um, we got a street fight between Legado del Fantasma versus Brazango and his uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I think Swerve Scott, he's, he's 205, right? He's one of those light guys. Um, so I could see uh, uh, Legato Del Fantasma eventually taking those tag titles off of Brizango, but I am in no rush. They, they've earned this, uh, this title run well overdue. Um, Prince Pretty should have been North American champion, in my opinion. Mm. And they definitely should have got the tag titles from the Usos back in the day when Brazango was kind of first emerging yeah. with the janitor in the ring. Mm-hmm. Remember that bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fashion Files. Well, uh, we have ourselves with uh, Swerve and Brazango getting the win here. Um, I, I don't know. Do we put the Cruiserweight strap on Swerve, thus hurting a faction? I love factions. In New Japan, they're they're full of factions. It's 
it's one of my favorite things that they do. Um, do we do we take a belt off the factions? We got two factions with no belts. We got we got Legado del Fantasma and Undisputed Era walking around with no gold. I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah. but I'm not sure how we book that forward. But as of Tuesday, Brazango and Swerve got the win. Um, then we have uh, Candice LeRae versus Casey Strong. Hashtag Casey Strong, the Ninja Warrior herself, Casey Cadenzaro. So I had to mute it for a second. Um, we got LeRae picking up the win. Um, Casey's been putting in the work, you know, she's still a relatively new hire. She's been there a few years, but she's coming from outside the wrestling world. She's looking good. Uh, but we have the poison pixie, um, picking up the win and actually challenging Tegan Knox. Uh, it seems like, uh, they're building a, 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 Renewing or building rivalry? I'm not sure exactly the dynamic between um, Lorraine and Knox, but she invited her to her house, I guess, for next next week. So we'll see what that's all about. Yeah. Um, maybe they're going to work together again. Maybe they're going to have a little reconciliation. Who knows? Maybe it won't be a match. Or maybe she'll make her think that they're going to be friends and then fight her. Who knows? Anyways, moving on, we got ourselves Timothy Thatcher versus Bronson Reed. Um, these are two wrestlers who started wrestling for NXT after I made the jump to Tuesday, or Wednesday Night Dynamite. So I've not seen much of their careers at all, but it's two relatively big guys, burly men, clashing in the ring. Um, is Thatcher... He's the heel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that was pretty clear when i watched their match um finn and thatcher at takeover um thatcher is very good i'm a huge fan of his and well he got himself the win Mm -hmm. and then uh the last match of the night you might be saying oh this is a a short you know nxt no wrong wrong (laughs) because we got ourselves an hour-long match nxt championship iron man match finn balor versus tomaso champa versus adam cole versus johnny gargano who sorry for the sniffling i have just have a runny nose and i don't have a tissue near me um so if you're wearing headphones my apologies for that our valued listeners um who'd you have going in on this who did you want to win going on this finn i would like finn to win but I've been thinking this whole time about what's going to happen when NXT UK starts up again. Are we going to pick up Walter versus Finn? Or are we going to see what the UK guys can do themselves? Because, you know, travel restrictions and stuff. Like, do we send Finn home to Ireland for a few months? You know, like, give him that time to be around his mom and his dad after the whole uh, COVID stuff. Um, Sorry, I was looking around for something to blow my nose into. I might have to pause it a minute, but or no, I'll wait until after this. This is my last match for NXT, and then you'll do Impact, correct? Yes. Impact. Okay. Well, anyways, I hope that Finn. I hope the best for Finn, but I was really not pulling for him in this match, and uh, it ends up going to a tie. What was it? A uh, two, two, one, and one. I think so. Was the final score with Finn Balor 
the original leader of the Bullet Club taking on Adam Cole, baby, former Bullet Club member, representative in the Ring of Honor, the Honorable Ring. They tied it up, and next Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday 2, um, they actually uh, will go one-on-one for the world title, for the NXT world title. And, it, and it's a great match, and they could have had two matches this week. They could have had Balor and Ciampa and Cole and Gargano in a tournament style. Again, I love tournaments. But when you have Iron Man matches, you don't, you don't end in ties. No. The GM comes out and says, put five minutes on the clock, blah, 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 blah. But no, they're on a different day. They want people to tune in. They hyped up this title match. You know, they made they made lemonade out of lemons. You know, we just we just lost a, a world champion. So let's make this huge match on this random Tuesday to actually get people to watch. And then we're gonna book it so that people who spend an hour watching this, if you spend an hour watching this Iron Man's match, you're watching next week. You invested an hour into seeing who's gonna be the new champion, you're gonna tune in seven days later and see who actually gets the title. I'm still going for Balor, even though I hope he goes to the UK. Um, but I could see them putting that belt back on Cole. I'm not sure if the Undisputed Era is ready for the main event, not in the sense that they're not skilled enough for it, but I really think that these big changes they're saving for fans in the crowd, not screens of fans in the crowd, fans in the crowd. Yeah, Maybe like the first... The first uh, pay-per-view. They'll probably start on a pay-per-view with fans. The very first one, Drew McIntyre retains. And then just like when they first debuted on NXT, Undisputed Era comes out, beats him up in the ring. I'd love to see that replay five years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting. I give it... Uh, I hated the main event that they ended it that way, but the match itself was great. So I think I'm actually going to give uh, AEW the stamp of fire. You didn't even review AEW yet. Oh, oh I, I, I uh, <laughs> uh, slip. It was a slip. Uh, Mike slip. Nobody still fire. That. Still fire, but not AEW. We'll get there. Fire for NXT. Fire. I, I always cover AEW. Chris usually does NXT. Chris, where you at? I'm coming for that second chair. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're missing it, man. All right, so then in competition with NXT, we had Impact Wrestling. Um, it was a great, another good show, man. A lot of stuff happened on this night. Uh, we had just, there was a bunch. There was a I'll bunch. be right back, so keep going. Okay. <laughs> so we had Sammy Callahan versus uh, RVD uh, with, with Katie Forbes. And I don't know who those people are, but I know who Sammy Callahan is. And uh, he ended up getting the win. Uh, and... Um, RBD after the match, they assault him. And then, yeah. Uh, then we had a roll of cash is in Reno Scum's future if they can deal with Rhino. So, um, yeah, they're, they're still pushing on that, that line. Uh, then we had some Wrestle House stuff. I, I, I did not get a chance to see that. Um, but, you know, Wrestle House, uh, as you'll find out here, spoiler alert, comes to an end. Um, what seems like at least. And then we had Reno Scum. Uh, versus Rhino in a two-on-one handicap match, but Rhino defeats them due to a cameraman, cameraman, as I put air quotes, um, helping him win the match. 
and uh, the cameraman ended up being Heath. And uh, so we got, are we getting a uh, Heath Rhino reunion or will it end up being a Heath Rhino uh, rivalry? Who knows? Be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, and then we had a little bit of a segment with Moose and EC3. Uh, EC3 offering Moose an opportunity to reclaim his belt. Um, and, then, and then the Good Brothers um, have a little thing backstage with the Rascals. Uh, then we had Wrestle House, the Deaners, and um, Triple XL battle it out. Um, just kind of just beating the crap out of each other. And then we had uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus the Rascals. The Rascals get the win. Then after the match, Motor City Machine Guns come out and say, listen, you guys are good. And they give them an opportunity this coming Tuesday for the Impact World Tag Team titles, MCMG versus the Rascals. I'm not worried. MCMG is going to retain in that one. Uh, and then we had a little bit of a backstage thing as far as the X Division title goes. Um, uh, uh, Rohit Raju uh, may give TJP an X Division championship match if he can beat Chris Bay next week. Um, so that'd be interesting. I, I really hope I wanted them to put the belt on uh, TJP, but never ended up happening. Uh, and then we had the weirdest segment of the night. I mean, what the, what was that? Um, we had Ty Valkyrie versus Rosemary with Johnny Bravo as a special guest referee in Wrestle House. And the whole thing ends. Well, Ty Valkyrie wins, but the whole thing ends with Johnny Bravo proposing to Rosemary. You heard me right, Mario. This, I love him back, but this is some weird garbage. Um, so, and it, it's Why? Just here. I, just, Why? It, I don't know. It's, it's, he says that even though he must remain Ty as manager, he wants Rosemary to be his wife. Oh my gosh. This, I mean, who doesn't, but still, come on. <laughs> That's the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. Uh, and then we had probably my favorite segment of the night. Uh, we had Deanna Peraza's Black Tie Affair um, kind of celebrating her retaining of her belt. Um, everyone, most of the roster was out on the ring. Um, and then we had her talking, you know, Jordan Grace comes out, says that you got lucky, yada, yada. But then, but then that, this made me very happy. Very happy, man. Tennille Dashwood, other known as Emma, makes her return to Impact Wrestling, saying, Grace, you had your opportunity. You, you, you dropped it. You dropped the ball. I'm back. Nobody's going to beat me. And that, that knockout style is going to be mine. Which, here's the thing. That doesn't make sense to me booking-wise. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I would love for them to put the knockout title on but you you already established at Slammiversary, when was that, June, July, um, that Kylie Ray won this gauntlet thing for to become the number one contender for the Knockouts title. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, I, I'm assuming, obviously, I would hope they go with Kylie Ray because that's how you booked it. She won a match. Number one contender. Well, speaking of which, after Tennille comes down, does her little spew, all of the Wrestle House people, poof, 
they all just appear in the ring with Deanna Perrazzo and um, Kimberly. I mean, just bam. They're all just there. And then it's pure mayhem, Kylie Ray. It's so funny. Like, she super, she, she super kicks Deanna Perrazzo. That immediately looks like she's going to cry because she didn't want to do it. But it's, it's, so, it's some funny stuff. I, I, I enjoy it. Uh, and, but, yeah, I'm just very happy to have uh, Tennille Dashwood back. Uh, back in Impact Wrestling. I had the pleasure of meeting her, one of the nicest people I've met. Um, so that was cool. Uh, and then we had the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. It's not happy with Moose's unprofessional one. Which, uh, that's, hmm. I'm kind of a little confused by that because you're making it seem like uh, Brian Myers is going to be a heel. Moose is already a heel. Moose is already feuding with DC3. Heel, heel, baby face. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Then we had the main event, World Heavyweight Championship match between Eddie Edwards and Eric Young. Absolutely heck of a match, battle. Um, was this one already set up, or was this one of those – uh, Eddie Edwards open challenges. It was set up last week. Like after okay. he retained on his open challenge, EY came out and said, next week you and me, we're going to do it. So this is a pretty good match. Watched most of it. And we have a new Impact World <laughs> Champion. EY picking up the win in that, getting the Impact World title. I like it. I also – not a lot of people are happy they took it off Eddie that fast, but yeah. I kind of saw the writing on the wall when you're going to have him defend it every single week. It's like he's not going to have it incredibly long. But he had it for like two, three months. So, I mean, it's not – it's not like yeah. the rain was trash or something. So, um, but, yeah, new world champion, EY. And then um, show goes off the air in post-credits. It's Moose discovers that EC3 has been stalking him. So I think uh, I'm not even going to click the video here, but um, I didn't catch this because I just watched the end of the world title match and thought that was it. But this EC3 moves thing seems to be really heating up. I'm excited to see where they go with it. I, I'm, I'm guessing it eventually the TNA title gets thrown in a trash can or something, <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm not quite sure, but that'll be interesting. So, yeah, that was Impact, New World Champ. Tennille Dashwood comes back. All of Wrestle House is back in the Impact Zone. It's 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 a, it's a good time. Uh, it's a good time. And then you got Brian. My, there's so much. There's just so much going on. Uh, Do I didn't even the, see uh, that. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. As my phone the, rings in the background, totally ignore that. The Impact World Title and the TNA World Title. Do you see them doing like a unification storyline down the line to kind of like? bring things back to the normal, you know, Tessa was gone. They had to improvise with who would be the uh, world champion. And that's where they brought, that's the whole reason to bring that back. But once, once things start again, I mean, fans aren't in the crowd, but the impact title is back in play already. I'm wondering, are they going to try to bring those two belts back together? I'm going to say probably not. The thing they make it seem like is EC3 is going to destroy this thing. And it's mm -hmm. going to die and it's going to disappear because he's all about destroying his past and controlling his narrative. Unless so, Moose wins. Um, Unless Moose gets it happen. back. No. I don't see that happening, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't see Moose getting – like, you know, you bring your guy that got you so much money back in the day as that spoiled brat of Dixie Carter 
or does EC3 destroy the past of TNA by being the one to unify the impact in TNA championship? It's a possibility. There's a couple routes they could go with this. I'm excited to see what they do. Because, I mean, the worlds of, uh, of not only sports entertainment, but sports in general have really, like, raised the bar on double champions. Like, the UFC has seen w- double champions a lot in the last five years or so. But do we see C3 walk around with both straps before laying one down in, a, in like, a bonfire, burning away the past, like, for real, and then raising the impact high above his head? Perhaps. I have to wait and see. Wait and see. So that that was impact. That was impact. So then we move on to, well, it's not a war anymore because it's only one show. (laughs) Yeah, completely destroying (laughs) all the wrestling competition on Wednesday night. AEW on their go-home show. If you're listening to this, uh, well, by the time you are listening to this, whether you listen to it the second it comes out or later. All outs happen. Yeah, it happens I mean, at the time of recording, it's happening in, like, eight hours from now on yeah. Saturday night. But uh, so you'll be able to look up those results. I'm assuming we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, I could probably get – after I do my AEW uh, recap, maybe I'll give uh, – we'll give our we'll prediction. Hard. Yeah. And then you guys can watch the event and see how well we did. Um but no, we have ourselves the go home episode of AEW Dynamite. We got ourselves the best friends versus uh, Santina and Ortiz. Um, I don't know why. Sorry, I did this weird. Oh, making any sense to me? Internet malfunctions. I blame the government. Okay. All right. So usually on our recaps, it, it, uh, this is what we use to like refresh ourselves. At least that's what I do. Um, it doesn't say who won the match, but I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta read these as I go. Usually Bleacher Report's pretty good at putting the results at the end, but, um, Santino and Ortiz, uh, picked up the win over the best friends. Um, I want to see Santino Ortiz get on speakerphone with Trent's mom and apologize. How much longer will this take for us to give, get that important, important moment? Um, it, it continued the feud. It, they were showing that, yes, there's still issues between them, but it didn't escalate or de-escalate the feud. It's just kind of, we're going to carry this over and see how it plays out later then we have the jurassic express and the young bucks versus scu and private party the winning team will face each other at all out and uh we're going to be seeing the bucks and jurassic express battling at all out this weekend i'm curious does this mean that they're gonna have like a title shot like what's the reason of teaming up with someone i think it is for and then fighting later it's for a tender a contendership. Okay, all right. I'd love to see the Bucks or the Jurassic Express go for the the titles, but the titles belong to the Dark Order. No, 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 not the Dark Order. Still Kenny and Hangman. Yeah, it's still Kenny and Hangman after all this time. For now, 
I, I think I had a dream that they lost the titles. <laughs> like that's that's how ready I am for their for their uh, championship reign to come to an end. And uh, we might see that happening sooner rather than later. It may have already happened by the time you guys listen to Wait, this. Wait, are they fighting? Are they fi- oh, yeah, they're fighting FTR. That's right. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, the, heel, the Young Bucks actually kind of teasing a possible heel turn. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, it'll definitely renew some people's interest in the Young Bucks. I have a friend who is not a fan of AEW. He is especially not a fan of the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega, but he's a he's a big fan of heels in general. So this might be the uh what it takes for um him to finally get on the Bucks train, but I doubt it. Hopefully that's one day. He said I'll give AEW the respect once they hit a million viewers. Which they almost did this week. Yeah, nine nine hundred thousand or nine hundred sixty-five thousand. I think that's what it was. They're wicked close. Um, Orange Cassidy, not Orange Cassidy. Chris Jericho versus Joey Janela this week. Um, he beat him down after the match. It was it was a pretty short one-sided match with uh, Jericho going over, and uh, Orange Cassidy comes out and he dumps a bottle of Jericho champagne on him. Get them all covered with a little bit of the bubbly. Um, building up, of course, a uh, Mosa Mayhem match uh, between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Uh, win by, I think it's pinfall submission or throwing your opponent into a vat of uh, Mimosa. Um, I can always see how that ends. I was on Reddit and they were ta- people were talking about it and they said the ratio is like so far off. Like they they actually like said how much how many bottles of champagne and how many gallons of orange juice and people are like when you're drinking a mimosa it's supposed to be fifty 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 percent orange juice fifty percent champagne and this is going to be so so alcoholic because it's going to be so much more champagne than orange juice. I don't even know if Hangman Page would be able to drink it. That's how alcoholic it's going to be. Oh my gosh. And then we have uh, a little build up to the NWA World's uh women's champion uh Thunder Rosa. Yes, she's uh going to be competing for that AEW Women's World Championship um come Saturday, which you guys would have already seen by the time listening if you were watching. But to build that up, we're going to have ourselves a little bit of singles competition against Serena Deeb. Um Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who she is, but um, she was a she was a former WWE wrestler, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this is her AEW debut, and uh, it's it's pretty sad when your debut match is against the number one contender for a title that is going to be defended. Uh, what four or five days later? So like, you're not walking away looking pretty, and so of course. Uh, Thunder Rosa, she finishes her off with a Thunder Driver for the win. Uh, I'm loving how important they're making Thunder Rosa feel. And I have no clue when NWA Power is coming back. I think they just announced yesterday that season two, or which I'm guessing they did tapings and they just taped it all and they're charging for it. It's not going to be on YouTube. 
No? Uh, no. So at least that's what that, the article I read yesterday. Okay, um, so they're coming back soon then? Yeah, well, what is it? Uh, in uh, 10 days or when you hear this, nine days, Canellis or not Canellis, he's Mike Bennett now is fighting Nick Aldis for the 10 pounds of gold. Okay, all right. So be well, good. then maybe maybe they do put the, the strap on uh, Thunder Rosa. I'm assuming they brought her in to put over Hikaru Shida because she's kind of been uh, – I think she's been a decent champion, but she, her competition isn't there. Right, yeah. And so this could be like a first like example of true competition. Uh, you're on the elite wrestling show, all elite wrestling, and now we have your champion facing an elite wrestler from outside of the company. Um, it's like almost like a test, and maybe maybe they do put uh, Ikaru Shida over, but with power – Hopefully coming back soon, we might have a new women's champion. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about this, but when we talk uh, predictions later, we'll, we'll cover that. Uh, yeah. But, of course, uh, Thunder Rosa won the match. Yeah, I just like how they're giving NWA in general, like, this kind of attention. Like, her being there gets more people like, hey, what what's NWA if you haven't heard of it? But yeah, it's like, oh, there's this. And you go and you can see, like, Oh my gosh, Eli Drake and James Storm. I know those guys. That's that guy that was but yeah. Oh, they're the tag champs. No way. Oh my gosh, Nick Aldis, that guy is massive. Like, you know, stuff like that. I think it's good to get kind of get some more eyes on NWA. Cause I still got I still gotta go back and watch more power. <laughs> Even before power, the last few years of the NWA as a company has done a really good job of rehabilitating their image and making it mm-hmm. seem very valuable. My first introduction to Nick Aldis was him versus uh, Cody at All In. Mm. Um, I might have even seen the, the the first match they had. I don't think All In was their first. No, they had some other one. I forget where it was, though. But was uh, Crockett Cup? No, Crockett Cup came later, I think. Later? I'm not sure, then. Well, either way, they do, they're, they do such great work without even having a regular show to make their company feel important. Mm-hmm. Like... If we never get power again, they could keep the titles around for years and just have them defended on the indies, pop up on AEW occasionally, pop up on Ring of Honor, you know, have have someone in New Japan Pro Wrestling carry the uh, the uh, what is it the NWA Television Championship? Have them carry that for a little bit. Yeah. Show show up on Impact with the tag titles. Like who 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 can stop them? No one can stop them as long as the other companies say yes and they're willing to make money. I mean. It's such an undervalued company, I think, by a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but they can, have what um, they have. I'm trying to think about the titles they have. They have NWA, the tag, hmm. the women's, the national, and national. Yeah, so those yeah. five. Yeah, with no TV time, they have five championships, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I love. I think their belts are cool, though. They don't look like everyone else's, too. Yeah, they, did we talk about this before? They're like the classic designs. Yeah. Like, when NWA, like, closed its doors the first time, that's what all those belts look like. Because I know that, like, especially early in the days before social media, way before social media, um, when they were, like, regional stuff, like, people used to change the look of titles all the time. Yeah. You know, you buy a belt. They're cheap back then. So, like, you sweat in it. The leather gets ruined. You get a new belt. But it's you're still technically the world champion. Um, but these designs, the designs they decided to – revive looks great the national championship with the 
with the silhouette of the United States, continental United States. Yeah. It was fantastic. All right. We that's our, that's our, <laughs> you know, that's our <laughs> jump off on uh, NWA, but going back to AEW, uh, John Moxley versus Mark Sterling. 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 Um, <laughs> Sterling. 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 No, it's Sterling. I, I like making fun of him because he made. Did, were you here when we talked about the story about Mark Sterling making fun of me? Uh, uh-uh. So this, um, I joined because they have the Major Wrestling Figure podcast with Cardona and Myers, and he's on that with them. Like he's their producer and stuff. And I joined their Patreon group the one time, and I was like, "Oh, well, since I can't leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I was like, I'll just send you guys a nice message, whatever." Because like I listen on Spotify, or whatever. And I sent him a nice message in the Patreon. And he's like, well, you could still leave reviews on Spotify. I'm like, please inform me how, because I'm pretty sure the entire world is still trying to figure, figure that out. So then he goes on the show and they're like, yeah, there's some idiot messaged us in our Patreon group and like talk, just talk nice about us. But man, what a moron not giving us a review. I'm like, D- yeah, I bet my tongue. I almost said something bad, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna find out how to do reviews and give you a bad one. <laughs> exactly. Seriously, but then like, but then like Cardona, Cardona went to bat for me. He's like, if he listens on Spotify, he can't. Well, yeah, I can. You go on iTunes. Like, he's like, Mark, do you think before you speak, I is before it? The person obviously does not own anything Apple product. Oh, I guess maybe you're right, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was glad to see uh, Mark Sterling get the, the crap beat out of him by John Moxley. So. Yeah, John Moxley picking up the win, obviously, making sure that um, MJF is going to be his opponent at uh, All Out. I guess if uh, Sterling refused to fight, that would have been like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Moxley won, setting up the title shot for the main event of All Out. I think... AEW Dynamite this week. It's between hot and fire. I'm not as quick to give it fire like I did with um, NXT, but I don't know the Thunder. Actually, you know the Thunder Rosa angle. You know, it's it. I mean, clearly, it's got me invested. It's got me thinking about the world of wrestling so much. I just love how AEW acknowledges that things happen beyond their doors. Yeah. You know, WWE is like this closed environment. NXT sometimes make, makes references like the, uh, um, the two suite between Adam Cole and Finn Balor in the Iron Man okay. match. Um, they make references, but AEW acknowledges. Yeah. And I actually do think I'm going to give them fire as well. Fire. It was a fire Tuesday slash Wednesday night war. And uh, I'm pretty excited for tonight. I actually do think I'm going to try to either find a stream or just suck it up and buy the, I mean, legally speaking, I will be paying the full price for my viewing of uh, all elite wrestling's all out event uh, tonight. And I hope that every single one of you do so as well. Otherwise, uh, legally speaking, you are scumbags, but in real life, uh, maybe not so much, but uh, we got ourselves a match card. If you want, do you want to burn through this or do you want to hop to, to Friday night? What do you no, think? No, let's go through this. We're here. We can go through it. All right. So we have Britt Baker versus Big Swole for a tooth and nail match on the buy in. So I guess that's like their kickoff show, the buy in. I but, didn't uh, know she was good to go. Which one? It's, um, Breaker. 
uh, the role model is always ready to to compete. Um, I think I picked because I did uh, the pro wrestling scorecards that we do with the Purple Magenta podcast, and um, I, I I think I picked Big Swole getting the win on this. I see Britt Baker sneaking out a win somehow. Yeah, it seems it seems like a, a a solid squash match. Big Swole coming out and big swollen all over her but i think that we're gonna see uh the heel for baker kind of pick up that win then we got the young bucks and jurassic express who you who you picking uh i think i'm trying to remember i think i picked jurassic express but i which we'll get into for the tag match only because i don't think they're gonna put the bucks because i think ftr is gonna take the titles tonight i think mm-hmm. that's gonna happen but I think before the Bucks get their shot, they they prove to someone else they prove it, that they can beat somebody else before the Bucks that like they're worthy champions by mm-hmm. letting them win, and then you build this feud with the Bucks possibly. But uh, no, I think I think I got Jurassic Express listen because mostly because I also listened to uh, both their interviews on Talk is Jericho's past week, both fantastic guys, and uh, yeah, now now I'm a Jurassic Express. Mark. I'm going with the Bucks. I uh, I could see uh, FTR not getting the titles, though I expect them to. I can see some like fishery, yeah, take place. Maybe even if the Bucks are going heel, I could see them kind of screwing FTR over, mm-hmm. and then have them get the titles for FTR, get the titles from the Young Bucks eventually. Uh, that way we can get a full, basically a full elite um, match where it's. Kenny and Hangman versus the Young Bucks for the titles. I think that'd be pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with the, I'm going with the Young Bucks. Then we got a broken rules match. Do you know what that means? Um, I think Matt Hardy gets to pick what happens. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They'll probably explain it to us, but uh, um, it's going to be Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. I'm going with Big Money Matt taking the win. I got I got Guevara because they're I think they're going to build this. Uh, heel they're trying to make him like which like does he even involve does the inner circle even exist <laughs> like they all, they all have their own like worries right now <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm not even sure Jericho's what's going on biting a guy with sunglasses and his hands in his pockets <laughs> which i love by the way don't get me wrong yeah yeah don't get me wrong at all. but i'm yeah. saying chris jericho is like the leader and he's actually getting it given to him and like everyone who he's been i'm assuming paying or mentoring to to have his back is like they're all busy doing something else except for um hager hager's not yeah hager hager's not doing anything but he's also like where are where are you buddy if you're you're literally like everyone else is busy fighting someone he's just like watching at home like i should probably be there yeah he's in the um casino battle royal though or right what's called yeah i think yeah 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 I, I now that I filled filled up my scorecard, I did it wrong. Cause I have MJF. We'll, we'll get there. Cause I I did not think this through. Crap! I'm gonna do bad on this. <laughs> we got ourselves the Dark Order versus Matthew Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. All Weird. four men who, well, in the, in the last last week, I'm thinking they all kind of confronted the new TNT champion, uh, Mr. Brody Lee, and so uh, I'm not sure what this does for their standings in the title contention, but no. I still think that the Dark Order is actually going to come out on top here. 
I picked Dark Order as well. Yeah, I've got to get that faction to grow more, be more menacing, not just like Power Rangers, Putty Patrollers getting knocked down while the the actual boss sits in the shadows. Like, I think they should actually make the uh, the cult that follows Mr. Brody Lee actually seem formidable. Yeah. Um, we'll have... I don't the, like them taking Scorpio Sky away from SC. Like, yeah. Is he permanently out, or is he just trying to find that, like, singles gold? I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if, like, this is to put him in the TNT title opportunity with Brody. Yeah. But, like, then again, I don't know, because you got another singles wrestler in Cardona there, too. So, it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Then we have uh, the 21-man Casino Battle Royale. Uh, where the winner participants get... were not announced. There was only 16 announced. Yeah, I'm not even sure who those 16 are. I can pull it up. I, I think I have it. Let's see if I can find it. I'm not pro wrestling scorecard sheet. Hey, let's say hypothetically Cody is a surprise entrant and he wins, but he said that he would never compete for the AEW title when he was facing um, Jericho. And uh, MJF screwed him over. Would that be a way for them to book themselves out of that? I mean, pop. That's a good point. <laughs> like he, like he'll never compete for it. But now, winning this match, he's contractually obligated to. Mm. And you know, hypothetically, MJF could be the world champion at the end of the night. It'd be like come full circle. MJF screwed Cody to never compete again, but then Cody finds a way to compete again. Yeah, I'm not sure about here. I have everyone that's uh, so far listed. Um, so we've got Eddie Kingston, okay, Brian Cage, Phoenix, Trent Beretta, Austin Gunn, Ricky Starks, Darby Allen, Chuck Taylor, The Blade, Santana, Ortiz, Sean Spears, Lance Archer. Pentagon, Billy Gunn, The Butcher, and Jake Hager. I think Pentagon. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, because I'm thinking all the people who, like, are kind of the obvious picks, like people who have been highlighted a lot over the last few weeks, and I'm thinking, like, they've they've already had their shots. A lot of them already had their shots for this world title, and Pentagon Jr. has not had his day in the sun. Oh, I just had a thought. Does Pac come back tonight? Oh, I didn't think about this till like this very session. If Pat, if Pack wins, then then Moxley retains. Yeah, could they? That could be good too. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think of that, man. Wow. Yeah. Woohoo! No, actually, it's gonna be Brock Lesnar, and he just beats him. Can you imagine, dude? How... If, if Brock Lesnar's the Joker tonight, man. Oh my! The inter- God. the the internet wrestling community would explode. Yes. It would, like, die of, like, whoa. Die of whoa. <laughs> then we have the last non-title match. That is Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy in that Mimosa Mayhem match. Mm-hmm. I see Orange Cassidy going over again. Me as well. And maybe being their final match. I'm ready for them to move on to bigger, better things. Yeah, because if Cassidy wins this, he would have beaten Jericho for three times already. Uh-huh. I'd love so. to see uh, Orange Cassidy work a um, – a program with Mr. Brody Lee, like like him just being the thorn in the side of uh, the TNT champion. Mm. Fun. Um, and then we have our first uh, title match. That is the AWA or takes AWA. <laughs> I, just, 
The American Wrestling Association? Is that American actually a American Wrestling thing? Alliance. That's a thing? <clears throat> well, well, they're not going to be there, but All Elite Wrestling's Women's World Champion, Hikaru Shida, is going to be taking on the NWA uh, Women's Worlds uh, or World's Women's Champion. I don't even remember. <laughs> well, anyways, Thunder Rosa. Uh, <laughs> someone should write a song for Thunder Rosa. What a great name. Um, they're going to be facing off. Uh, for the AEW Women's Championship, I see uh, I'm not sure which way it's going to go, honestly. Yeah, me either. I was really torn, but in the pro wrestling sco- scorecards, I put in Hikaru Shida um, just because, again, I'm not sure how they're going to do it with it being double both companies, but we'll, we'll see. If Thunder Rosa's truly all elite and she's staying with all elite wrestling while also wrestling for uh nwa i can see them putting the belt on her yeah it adds prestige to it having someone walk around with with the AEW title and the nwa title mm-hmm. like by association you'll start to like look at those titles in a similar fashion like if you had brock lesnar walk around with the world heavyweight title and the 24 7 title you're going to feel there's a little bit more importance with that 24-7 title, just a little bit, by yeah. association with the name and by association with the other title the champion's carrying. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, we have the tag titles on a line. Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus FDR. Losing my voice right in the final stretch here. Uh, <laughs> it's coming back. I think I had a little bit of phlegm blocking me up. We have, uh, in my opinion, again, I'm not sure how this is going to play out, but we might have a screw job here with the champions retaining. What do you think? Jacksonville screw job, perhaps. We'll have to wait and see. I put out in the in the on the card. I put FTR just because I want new champs. I think that might have been just been my only motive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want new champs. This is probably like the first time in six months I've like even considered them retaining the title. Yeah. But, We'll have to wait. I mean, PR is a big deal right now in AEW. Yeah, and you got to keep in mind Tully Blanchard in their corner as well. So, like, it it's going to be interesting. That's all I got. It's going to be interesting how they uh, end up booking that. And then I assume the main event of the night, AEW world champion John Moxley versus MJF. Can you imagine if Renee Young shows up? Dude, she has a 90-day no-compete, but, I mean. No, I think the 90-day no-competes are for people who get out of their contracts early. But she does have a no-compete. They told her she can't go somewhere. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not sure how long it is, though. That's the thing. I assume her contract ran out, and that's why they're being, like, super nice to her. Perhaps. Because, like, uh, you know, like, when people are, like, asking for, to be released like FTR was, they get, like, screwed over really hard for months trying to get it, like, basically to strong arm them into like re-signing so that the treatment will be improved. And it's like, Oh, if you don't re-sign by the time we're done with you, who's going to even want you, you know? But then people like uh, John Moxley just kept his head down, you know, was running out of his contract. They offered him a new contract. He said, Oh, let me look it over. And then just like went home with it and didn't send it back. (laughs) Just like ran down the clock. They're like, Hey, uh, you got like a week left. What's going on? He's like, Oh no, I think I'm not going to sign. And, you know, they did for a moment, it seemed like they were going to treat him like trash. But then, like, right at the end, they gave him a nice send-off with the shield. Yeah. Um, it's because 
Oh, wait, me and Moxley did have a no-compete time, too. That was a very long rant just to come to the conclusion that running out your contract can still have a no-compete clause. I don't think it does. If it just runs out. Because his, his ran out, and then he put out that promo. The second his contract was over, he put out that promo. But he didn't wrestle for, like, 60 days. A while. Yeah. I don't know. The first time he did was in New Japan? I think, yeah, it was New Japan. Yeah, so, like, maybe there's, like, a a national no-compete clause and then an international one. Or wait, or was it all out? Well, he debuted a year ago. It was Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho world title match, I think. With uh, John Moxley making his appearance right on that on the chip, came in through the crowd. Remember? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I don't I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Well, either way, I see. I I want John Moxley to win, but I could see them rewarding MJF yeah. for his hard work by putting the strap on him. But I'm I'm going with Moxley. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Moxley as well. Yeah. To, to prove my case because I don't think did we even give uh, who we think will win the battle royal? We, I got so excited because I oh I said I said Pentagon Junior. Right, that's right. I never said I had Hager winning it. Okay. They're doing absolutely nothing with him. They gave him the the TNT title shot once, and that was literally it. Like, bro. Like, I understand you're not trying to book the big guys, but. Uh-huh. Like he's it's not like he's staggering and crappy in the ring. Like he's he's a fantastic competitor. So I got Hager winning it. Um I think I, I think I have it down I think to I have like the last two that you picked. I think I had it down to him and Cage. But uh block weights. I do not want to see Brian Cage again yet. <laughs> well no, I don't think it's gonna be some yet, more time. I, he's gonna be yeah. in the final couple. Yeah. So all right, well that was our predictions. We'll go into SmackDown real, real quick. Because I got stuff to do today. It's Saturday, you know. Everybody's working for the weekend. Um, so yeah, so let's get it. Let's get it. Friday night, SmackDown, September fourth. Um, crazy show. Bunch of stuff going on. We had um, Roman Reigns opening SmackDown coming out with Paul Heyman, of course. Um, just kind of saying, you know, look at me. 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 I've got this belt. And I was in the ring for five seconds. Um, got an A on Bleacher Report, though, so whatever. And then we had Heavy Machinery versus John Morrison and the, the, the Miz. Don't know why that took me so long to get up. Heavy Machinery picking up the win in that one. Um, and, yeah. Morrison stealing the money in the bag briefcase. Yes, that's right. I was going to say, I saw that picture this morning, and I was very confused. I thought he won something, and I was like, what? No, he's still he's – still, so Heavy Machinery came down with two briefcases, a briefcase, like the briefcase, and then a lunch pail that was made to look like the Money in the Bank briefcase, but it's kind of like that uh, that lunch pail that like people bring to work, like Heavy Machinery, their, yeah. their bulldozer guys. And so after the match, uh, Miz and Morrison stole the briefcase, but the contract was in the lunchbox. No. And the briefcase had Otis's lunch in it. It oh had the sandwich God. and the, like, the chips and stuff. 
That's funny. That is fantastic. I, I missed that. I only caught the main event. So uh, then we had women's tag team title match. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus the – Wait, Cubs. you didn't see this? I did not. Oh, my gosh. But I know what happened, obviously. Yeah. Um, so the, in, the explosion we've been waiting for, for how long? 84.9 years, I think. I think so. And, it's not longer. Yeah. And uh, Jackson Baszler defeating Bailey and Banks um, yeah. to retain their titles. Really tearing up, really tearing up Sasha throughout the whole match, breaking her knees down. The refs and like a doctor had to come down after the loss. And then. And then. And then. (laughs) We had Bailey just losing her absolute mind. um, Beating the crap out of Sasha. She's, she's had enough of, I don't know what, but she's had enough of it. I guess, even though Bailey's the one being a jerk to her, but that's, that's besides the point. You know, you can have, you can have your opinions, folks, but you have the right to be wrong as well. So that's I don't know if uh, people are watching the um, the little screen caps, like for like matches leading up to stuff. You know, like everyone has like, their poses in the picture. Saying, yeah. Like, this team, this team. You can see Bailey's holding that SmackDown title like um, Tomasa Ciampa did. You know, like like how he used to hold Goldie. Yeah. And so she's like transitioning from this like fresh heel. When she first became a bad girl. Yeah. But now this like paranoid, worried about losing the only thing she has left, you know, trying to watch her back, thinking her best friend's out to get her and just finally snapping. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. What's the next show that's coming up? Uh, pay-per-view? Clash of Champions, right? Yes. Which we okay. Get into, uh... Then we had, who is the real Intercontinental Champion? Please... Please stand up. Uh, this looks like I, I saw highlights of this. This was, uh, to me, the, the Intercontinental Champion is Sami Zayn. I am right there with you. I love Jeff Hardy, but Sami Zayn never lost it. Never did. And I know that on paper and in kayfabe, you're supposed to lose a title that you don't defend for 30 days. But we also live in the same universe where Brock Lesnar exists. Yeah. So that means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's gonna be. It seems like are they t- like teasing like maybe a triple threat with AJ? Like I'm not. Quite... Yeah, like a maybe a unification match, but instead of it just being the two, quote unquote champions, you, you throw AJ in there. Because well. AJ wrongfully lost his belt. Uh, Jeff Hardy clearly used an illegal. Uh, I almost said substance, dear God. Freudian <laughs> slip right there. <laughs> he used an illegal object to uh, beat AJ. So I mean, AJ yeah. is still a champ in my heart, even though it's Sami Zayn. Anyways, uh, it looks like we're getting like, like triple threat type thing. Then we had for the main event. This is what I did see: um, fatal four-way number one contendership match between Sheamus, uh, Baron. Oh, I almost said Baron Corbin, King Corbin, Matt Riddle, and Jay Uso. Um, yeah, early in the night, it was supposed to be Big E, but Big E got attacked. Right. Um, I think by Sheamus, right? I think it was Sheamus, yeah. Yeah, so he was out of the of the uh, contendership match. Yeah. Maybe saving him for a future program. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're still keeping the Sheamus thing on with them, so we'll see what, how that goes. But, so then um, we're going to have Cousin versus Cousin at Clash of Champions. I never thought this would be something I would say in my entire life. Jay and Uso is the number one contender 
for a world title opportunity. Universe. It's like it's like when you hit simulate on uh, career mode in, yeah. in 2K. What yeah. what did what did I do? It's I like, do that all the heck. Time. It's like how the heck is Hornswoggle the heavyweight champion taking on John Cena? <laughs> Wait a second, Big Show is cruiserweight champion. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah, like when you full on break the game. <laughs> <laughs> so we got man, class champions. It's gonna be Uso. Uh, versus Roman, obviously. Tip, you think that he's winning? You're on something because. Uh, yeah, they're definitely using this as a vehicle to get more heel heat on Roman. He's going to beat the crap out of his cousin. Absolutely. His cousin's going to try to have like a clean match with him. Like, hey, well, look at us. We're in the main event. We really made it, cuz. Yeah. We're really doing it, Ooze. Yeah, Ooze. Going to be like, you're not my Ooze, and I'm going to stab you in the ring <laughs> with with a shiv. <laughs> He's going for that cheap heel heat, man. He's gonna, he's gonna annihilate his cousin, um, the other Uso. I don't know if he's like injured or something, but hurt, yeah. But they might just fly him out just to like come be like, "What are you doing?" Just to get like a low blow or something, you know, just to, like really be like Roman is on his own and a bad guy. Yeah. So well, that was SmackDown. That was our shows this week. Uh, fun-filled week. Not all fun, but interesting-filled week. And, yeah, a couple, uh, a couple sad points. We had uh, the king, T'Challa. We had uh, oh uh, yeah, Black Panther dying. Yeah, that's quite. Uh, and then we had the bullet, um, Bob Armstrong passing away as well. Um, so yeah, it's got some sad, sad stuff. The 2020 sucks. If you haven't figured that out yet, folks. Uh, <laughs> Which is why I'm so glad that we live in a world where wrestling gets to continue. When you, exactly. when you have all those worries, all those stresses of the craziness that's going on, it's nice to be able just to forget, even yeah. if it is crappy WWE content sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Still nice to break away. Right. Yeah. So that was our show this week, guys. Hope you enjoyed it again. Mario and or, uh, Brian and Chris, man, I'm really bad names this morning i do not know why uh brian and chris too good for us not here um come for that second chair chris double chair champ <laughs> so uh you guys can uh yell at them if you want send them hate mail uh brian's address is no <laughs> yeah. in the meantime be sure to hit up the merch store yeah Teespring. Uh, like and follow all of the social medias yep get ready for our interview coming out this thursday with sean carr Fun, fun chat with him. Found out that he actually did a Piper's Pit at an indie show before Piper passed away. Talk oh, wow. about that. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely a good interview. You're not going to want to miss that. Huge shout out to shout out to everybody that uh, uh, listened to our 25th episode special. Um, that got a lot of love. I appreciate Jeff and Alex hopping on with us. Uh, good time as always. And if you haven't gotten a chance to, I plugged it on the interview last night. I'll plug it again. Well, even though the interview isn't coming out yet, but. Uh, go check out Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Uh, just uh, you can get five days free. Just use code uh, Camp Leapfrog. Get yourself uh, five days free of IWTV, um, and you can watch a bunch of companies around here. You got Excite Wrestling up in New York, Outbreak, True Wrestling, uh, and then Camp Leapfrog, of course, High Tension. Um, I think that's all of our plugs. We got, as always, guys. You know, Instagram, Facebook, Teespring. Hit the Teespring uh, masks. You know, we have the cheapest masks around. Just saying. Yeah, and if you're uh, looking for more podcast love, be sure to check the Rim Protector. Yeah, uh, if you're I'm a basketball fan, him. it's a good, uh, it's a good uh, podcast to check out. Week. Look at that. So, you, so if you're still at work and you're listening to this and you're like, man, what am I going to do with the rest of my day? 
why don't you hop on over there and listen to uh, Curtis talk about some basketball. Basketball. And new video game that came out, which I'll be playing when we're done. The new 2K. So, uh, but yeah, that was our show this guy this week, guys. Episode 28, the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Man, we're closing in on our next recap show. Will be episode 30. Crazy guys, I, our numbers are constantly going up. I appreciate you guys for that. Uh, also, don't forget we still have those limited time T-shirts. Email us, send us a DM, whatever. Uh, we'll ship them out to you. Hashtag us. Hashtag, hashtag us and us. hashtag pile drive us. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we'll end with that. That's a good ending. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you Thursday with our interview with the hybrid. Catch you next time. Woohoo. Bye.